Disclosure. 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 and discovery. Brought to you by collaboration with. Presented by. Hawaii Narrative Project. 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 Can you tell us the importance of Ho'oponopono? Say that again. The importance of Ho'oponopono. Oh boy. <laughs> Ho'oponopono. Golly. You know, I think my mother would have said, let's just talk about something else. Uh, because it's it's special. It's and if handled poorly or improperly, then it's more dangerous. You might be asking, what is Ho'oponopono? Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian practice that for some means a reconciliatory ceremony and for others, an atonement for breaking kapu or spiritual rules. The basic idea is mental cleansing with the help of a kahuna. In current times, there are practitioners like Michael Kumukaohali who administer their form of Ho'oponopono. Today, Mike shows us how in delicate situations, spiritual power or mana can be used to make things right. Two key words. First, limu, meaning plants that grow underwater, which are used for food but also for religious ceremonies. And second, keokua, or god, which was used by the ancient Hawaiians to refer to godly deities. But for our purposes, we're using the Christian definition of god. From Hawaii Narrative Project, I'm your host, Billy Nohara, and this is Disclosure and Discovery. All right. Um, I have a book of the limus that I was taught. And in the limus, it's the combination mixture that you make. One of the very important limus that I think this year, a university professor said this was rubbish limu, and I wanted to, ah, it was the limu kala. Limu kala is one of the most important spiritual limus. You can take that limu, and in prayer to keku, you pull all your pain out. I can take that limu, and if you are in a coma, put it on your hand. I can go into you and instruct where you are and what you're looking at. I've done that um, on Maui, a um, person who had to go into surgery. They were posed with a dilemma because their son came to them and said, Mom, I'm afraid if you do this surgery, you're going to die and I'm going to lose you. But Mom, I'm afraid if you don't do this surgery, you're going to die and I'm going to lose you. So that kind of information puts fear into the person. So the woman did have surgery, but she was in great pain and anxiety. And right after her surgery, we came in at 7 o'clock. This was in 2012 in Kaiser on Maui. And another culture practitioner, Clara Pana, worked lomi lomi on her head. I took the limo, put it on her hand, closed my eyes, said the prayer. Phew. went like Mr. Spock into her consciousness and we were in this beautiful plane. You see this area? 
if you were to die right now, this is where you're going to go. Isn't it beautiful? She said, very beautiful. I said, you see in the right-hand corner over there, the clouds and the lightning? She said, yes. That's your fear. Okay. You don't have to worry. You're already in a good place. And if it be the will that you stay here, you're in good hands. I said, let me take you to the ocean. We're in the ocean side. Showed her the ocean and the land and everything. And then I said to her, here, if anything happens, you're safe. This is a place that is heavenly. Okay, you're safe. And I said, do you have any questions for me? She said, no. I said, goodbye. Came out. Okay. We left. And just an hour later, she started coming out. And the nurse came in. And she was connected to the IV tube. And the nurse said, you have to get up, mom, because you need to walk around after surgery. So she got up and she was walking and she had her eyes closed and walked into the wall. And the nurse said, mom, you have to open your eyes. She said, no, I don't want to open my eyes because the place that Mike showed me, I don't want to lose that place. She healed within 24 hours. She was out totally fine, did perfect. The healing of the auntie helped hone his skills and helped to spread the word of his practice. Michael continued, telling us how he got a phone call from Marcus, a friend from Maui. Marcus told Michael that his brother Daniel was in the ICU. Michael went on, explaining how through his spiritual connection, he was able to bring the brother's soul to peace. And here I'm in, we're on Haleakala, and that call comes through. You're not supposed to get it on Haleakala because the, the connections. And his brother is in Florida and said, Michael, will you pray for my brother? He's on machines, and it says he's brain dead. So I, I ask Kiyoko permission, he gives me permission. And then, phew, I'm in this desolate, the, the, the valley of the shadow of death. It's all I can explain. It's rocks, it's hilly, it's gray, the clouds are gray. There's not a stitch of grass or weeds or anything. And there is the person I know standing. And he goes, Michael, where am I? And I said, don't worry about it. He says, but why am I here? I said, don't worry about it. I said, concentrate on what I'm going to tell you. Okay, there is a hill. It's full of green grass. I'm going to take you there. And then, shoom. We're up on the hill. It looks like Hanamaui. You know, those rolling hills. You see the blue ocean. And then all of a sudden, we're pulled back to this desolate, barren place. He goes, Michael, why am I here? I said, just concentrate on my voice. Don't look at what you see around you. We're going back to the hill. We're back to the hill, but this time we're holding it. I said, you see down there, that man in white, in that robe coming. I said, that's the good shepherd. He's coming for you. Okay. He's coming up the mountain. Now this, listen to me very closely and I give his name. And then I said, I want you when he comes up, he's going to reach out his hand to you. Just put your hand in his. That's all you have to do. So the good shepherd, Kiakua, comes, puts out his hand and he puts his hand. And I tell him, I'm not needed anymore. I pull out. He, at that point, passed away. And six months later, his funeral was at Maui. And I learned from his wife, the other part that I didn't know at the time. When he went brain dead, and I went to the place that Kiyokua allowed me to do, his brain came back. It went full up. His conscience and everything went back online. 
as we did what we had to do. And then when he put his hand in, it went down and he passed. So they got to know that his passing, he went to the right place. He didn't stay in confusion. So people say, well, how can you be in confusion? Your life path is a short path. It's not eternal. If you don't take the time to learn the spiritual rules and the spiritual wisdom, then you're going to take your confusion from this life into the next life. And you will only be left with doubts because you got to connect with the power that saves. And if you make no effort, you make no time to do it, you are disconnected from that salvific power to take you where you should go because your fears and doubts are the obstacles to the love that is waiting for you. And if you can't get past that in this world, how are you going to get past it in the next world? So all we do is stand in and focus on that love. Mahalo to Mike Lee for these fascinating stories. For more information, reach us at hawaiinarrative.org. And find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hawaii Narrative, all one word. Please rate and subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes. This is Disclosure and Discovery.